Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Hi, I'm Ken Jennings. All of us here at Jeopardy! would like to wish you a happy Veterans Day and thank you for your service to our nation. We truly honor and appreciate you, and what's more, we're looking for contestants like you to play on our show. So take the anytime test at Jeopardy.com, and we look forward to seeing you soon right here on the Alex Trebek stage. Good evening and welcome to America's Heroes Group. I am U.S. Army Vietnam veteran co-founder and host of America's Heroes Group. Happy Veterans Day to all of our brothers and sisters past and present today. To our advisory board member, Lieutenant General Russell Honore, you're greatly respected and appreciated for your integrity and excellence, my friend. And I'm Sean Claiborne, Army National Guard veteran, and welcome to America's Heroes Group. This week on Roundtable, Jesse Brown, VA, celebrating and honoring Veterans Day. Today is Saturday, November 11th, of course, 2023. November is Military Family Appreciation, National Family Caregiver, and Alzheimer's Disease Awareness Month. And, of course, happy Veterans Day. And you see our host and our chairman, the governor of Talk Radio, in the studio with us today. That is Mr. Cliff Kelly, Major Cliff Kelly at that. And we have our executive producer, Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer, Ivan Ortega of Scouch Honor Productions. And we have a great guest with us today. That is Grant Jacobson. A 20-year Army veteran, proudly hails from the south side of Chicago's 19th Ward, currently serving with the Department of Veterans Affairs since 2018. Grant is not only an essential part of Chicago's VA, but also a founding member of the Intergovernmental Task Force. This task force, which collaborates with the entities like the City of Chicago Mayors, the Veterans Assistant Commission of Cook County, VACCC, Chicago's Vet Center, and other notable groups. So we're going to talk about some things today and also we're going to honor some veterans and have what things people can do when they get out of the military to have a successful post-military experience. How are you doing today, our host? I'm doing fine. How are you, sir? Great. It's great to see you. Great to see you again. Great. Mr. Jacobson, how are you doing today? Outstanding. And thank you for having me and happy Veterans Day to everyone. Happy Veterans Day to you. Yep. So tell us, what are some of the things that you want to talk to our veterans about to help them have a better transition into civilian life? Mr. Jacobson. Uh, oh, hi. Yeah, sorry. I, I wasn't sure that was directed towards <laughs> I do apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so what I would like to do is talk about, or, well, I guess talk about helping veterans enroll into the VA, understand their health care needs, understand what their entitlements are, how to achieve their entitlements, and basically give you the all-around overview of a veteran's help to uh, success as far as the VA goes. There's a lot of opportunities at the VA that veterans just don't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm guilty as charged when I first got out. Uh, it was kind of a daunting uh, path of uh, what seemed like all new ways of barriers and nuances, and it was it just seemed very, very not counter, not intuitive to veterans when I first was getting out and once i learned how the system actually worked uh now my job is to work with veterans to show them how the system works and to explain some of these nuances that are they're really two inch curves once you understand them but when you're first looking at them they look like a massive hurdle so and cliff uh, i wanted to ask you this question too because you're a vietnam vet and Mm -hmm. i know the times were different back then 
When you got out of the military, how, how was your transition? Because you had a very successful career in politics. You worked for the State Department. You did a, a great job being in talk, the governor of Talk Radio on WVON, on, on um, V103, mm-hmm. many other shows. You've been on CNN. You've be on, been on ABC, CBS, NBC. How did you transition when you came out of the military? Prim- primarily, and thank you for asking that question, because a lot of people don't realize that there are so many things that veterans can do, but you have to know how to go about doing them. And uh, what happened with me was the fact that I just met a lot of people, that I was trying to find out so many more things that were going on. And uh, living on the south side of Chicago, there were things that I did to try to help some other people do some things. And that kind of worked out and uh, thought about my, you know, joining the city council and uh, a lot of other things that I never did anticipate. And that's what we have to do. And that's how these shows that uh, and you have helped and I hope I have helped to bring about these things that so many folks can get things done that aren't even aware of it. Mm. And, and that's one of the major reasons why we're doing what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Jacobson, tell me about your approach and how you reach veterans of Chicago. So in Chicago, Chicago, as we all know, it, being in Chicago is a very unique place. Uh, we have a one city that's broken down into 50 different cities, which are called wards. So, we were looking for our numbers in our in our just in our think tanks and trying to figure out. Obviously, we have amazing internal communication. What is the best way to do external external communication? Uh, we do these small events. We were doing uh, just pop ups here and there, and it, it just wasn't getting to the veterans. So the the process was: if you knew about these one or two off events, then you could talk to the VA one on one. But even then, it wasn't really hitting. So if you look back at any kind of history of the Chicago land area, when you need anything done, you reach out to your ward offices. You reach out to your alderman. I grew up in the 19th ward. I attend Jeruga, and I have Matt with Jay. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, we would reach out to them from everything from a curb broken, and then it, it broke down into our garbage trucks or whatever it was. And it hit me. I was like, well, why don't we see what, how the aldermen, aldermanic people of Chicago, uh, see how they're supporting their veterans, what they're doing for the community. And we started reaching out to different ward and different offices and saying, hey, listen, we want to be part of your office. We want to be part of your ward. We want to be part of your community and let the community know that the VA is here and that this is the you can have a one on one meeting in your ward office with a veteran representative to ask questions that you just can't ask at Jesse Brown, Hines, Lakeside, whichever, whichever VA you go to in the country, you won't be able to get this one on one answer and question and answer done uh so we started approaching the aldermen and women and aldermanic people and we got a lot of great responses uh the 15th ward was the very first ward to take us up on it uh, alderman raymond lopez and uh we've been there for about three months and now we're even uh we've seen about 15 to 20 veterans yeah, that's a lot of veterans uh by the mm-hmm. ratio of non-veteran to veteran uh, in the community so within the 15th Ward, we were seeing them weekly every Wednesday from four, uh, noon to 4, and then the 11th Ward wanted to do it, and then Alderman Villegas wanted to get involved. And, and it's been absolutely phenomenal getting to the veterans' attention from the local level and using the local. And every, to, to that point, every alderman, alder person I've talked to 
has absolutely been all for this. Uh, it's just a matter of getting to all of them is the hard part because there is 50 of them and they're all very busy people. But that's the way we're reaching to Chicagoans right now. And we have 55,000 roughly unenrolled veterans in Chicago that we're trying to reach to say, hey, listen, we have these opportunities for you. Um, not to go too far down this rabbit hole, and I know we have more things to talk about, but we have a lot of great things to offer at the Jesse Brown VA Medical Center, Chicago's VA, but they're completely irrelevant if you're not enrolled. So mm -hmm. how do we get the veteran enrolled? How do we get you past the first line? Uh, so talk, so talk about those hurdles. What are Because when I came out of the military, that was one of the things that actually was daunting mm -hmm. to me was how to get enrolled into the VA system and also what I was even eligible for if I was as a veteran because there's different things you could be eligible for if you're National Guard versus regular Army. So what are, those, what are some of those hurdles? So a lot of, uh, you're not alone, and it's just very, that's, just, that's why we exist as uh, what my role is and like my counterparts. Uh, the, a lot of the hurdles are uh, financial hurdles. Do you make too much money? Do, have you been, uh, were you active duty? How long were you active duty for? When were you active duty? There's a lot of different nuances that will prevent you from getting health care through VA. The, the historical problem has been as you walk to the front, gate, front door of any VA, they, they tell you no, uh, you're not eligible, and then you walk away. When really they should have said you're not eligible, but this is what, is this is how you become eligible, or this is what a vet center does, or this is mm -hmm. what this is, as opposed to the old adage of you're not eligible, have a nice day, thank you for your service. If you're, an, if you're a National Guardsman or Army Reserve member that never deployed or has never been injured or whatever, but you don't meet the criteria, you're still entitled to something. And I do apologize. I'm, I actually parked under the L track. I realize that it's not a very great place to park. <laughs> now, we're, we're loud and uh, clear, though. It's good. But, okay, good. So yeah. as opposed to saying no at the front door, why don't we t we're now in the habit of telling people what they can do, how they can get help. If it's a mental health facilitation, because that is a huge, huge issue, you can still seek mental health treatment at our VA and or at a vet center, uh, which are amazing facilities. They're all throughout the community. We have one of the South Side of Chicago. And I, I, I can list the names up. I don't have them on here right now, unfortunately. But they're absolutely phenomenal. They have a different criteria than we at just at the VA pro, uh, medical center's hands. That's one of the hurdles. Another hurdle is you were told no uh, based off of something that was completely misunderstood and the rules that may have changed in the past. And there's a lot of different no's, and it, it, to be frank, it felt like, when this is very un, not uncommon either, is that someone was saying no for no sake, it felt like. Mm. And you give it the old college try and you never come back. Well, then you realize now what we do as we work in the communities, and this has been a very common thing. You have a veteran from the Vietnam era who has massive PTSD, massive uh, injuries, scar tissue, I mean, just visible scars, scars you can't see. So we explain to them, like, hey, listen, let's get you talking to a VSO, a veteran service officer, to get your VA claim started. And they're like, well, I don't, you know, I don't want a VA claim because I'm not hurt bad enough. And then you got to explain to them, this isn't a zero-sum game. This isn't the White Sox versus the Cubs. This is the only time when both teams can win. Uh, and it's not, if one person doesn't have to, I know I'm repeating myself, but one person doesn't have to lose for another person to win. Mm, we all mm -hmm. have trauma differently, and we all need to be treated differently. Um, so we get veterans to the VSOs, and then once they're eligible, they become eligible that way through a, a service connection disability. Or, great example, I had a great friend of mine's father, um, and uh, he was in one of the unions of Chicago, made very good money. He wasn't eligible. Well, now he's on social security disability, so now he is eligible. He didn't know that. So he was just, mm -hmm. uh, 
on Medicare, Medicaid program and had no idea that he was eligible. And now he's enrolled at Jesse Brown VA Medical Center and a four-star CMS rated hospital. Got to throw a little uh, root there for us. But um, he's enrolled now and getting the health care that he is entitled to. So as for hurdles, there's so many hurdles, but they're two-inch curves when, when it comes to how to get around them. Or not necessarily around. I wouldn't say circumvent because that sounds like you're trying to break the rules, but it's not there's lots of ways to, to get into the system and we help veterans get into the system, explain them their rights, explain them how they're supposed to do it. And you would be surprised how many veterans just don't know they're entitled to it. Or they thought that uh, if I go there, then, you know, I'm taking up space for somebody else. And the reality is, is, and I hope this never happens, but it's on a fiscal level. If we're not using it, it's perishable. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually those, those, those groups go away and those wonderful things that we had are no longer there. And I, and I can speak soundly on this, at our Jesse, at our VA Medical Center, Jesse Brown VA Medical Center, our staff in the past five years has made a dramatic change in the treatment and how we treat the veterans. Our chief of staff, Dr. Unterman, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I've had the luxury of, so I'm in a very unique position. I'm a veteran, I'm a disabled veteran, and I work at Jesse Brown VA Medical Center, and I've worked at the exec, with the executive level, and now I do outreach and work at the community. So I've seen how the product starts with the veteran and ends, ends with the executive level. So I know how it works in the system. And I'm telling you, they care. They care. One, they, veterans may not think that their voices are being heard and their complaints are being heard. I'm telling you firsthand, these complaints come through. And, you know, our chief of staff, Dr. Unterman, uh, we had Dr. Uh, Dr. Bernard Burke, Mr. Rick Amon, uh, 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 Mr. Ryan Landy. They would be 100% on it. And the current staff, to include Dr. Unterman, Ryan Landy, and a few others, uh, 100% on it. I I get my health care there. I I could go somewhere else, but I choose not to. Mm-hmm. I really truly enjoy my health care there, and I recommend everybody get their health care at the VA. That's I know one that thing. That's one. This intro. That's one thing that I, that you mentioned that I always uh, never liked that excuse from veterans, and I've even been guilty of this myself. Which is what you just mentioned is that I'm taking it away from somebody else. What reality is, you're not doing that. That's not That's how right. it works. Mm-hmm. If that money is not used, that money is gone. The money mm-hmm. you may even be hurting the cause because mm-hmm. then when they reapply for when they reapply for appropriations in Congress and so on, they're going to look at what you spent and what you didn't spend. And if you didn't spend it, absolutely, why do you need that next year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you know what? Mm-hmm. And all of us military service, we we all know what preventive maintenance service and checks is. Our PMCS, right? When you're in the military, you had motor stables and and your NCOIC or, or whatever you called it at the time. You checked your vehicles, you checked your vehicles, you checked your vehicles, checked mm-hmm. your equipment, checked your equipment. You have a place to do that, to check your equipment. Check You you, this, this, you get one body. That's it. And uh, we have phenomenal, like Jesse Brown VA Medical Center. I don't know if you know this or not, but we're, we have two affiliate partners, UIC and Northwestern Feinberg School of Medicine. Okay. We have mm-hmm. some of the greatest minds now and future minds working with veterans hand in hand. I mean, it, it, you can't beat it. And to your point, yes. This stuff is going to go away eventually. Not any time in the near future, hopefully. But, you know, we all get mad at whatever politician, right or left, and we're like, they're cutting the budget. And you're like, yeah, but you're not going. So, hmm. I mean, it, it, and if you, I, I promise you, I work with some of the greatest politicians and, and, and elected officials that Chicago has to offer. But if you call them and you're like, hey, I didn't go to the VA. I, I saved you money. That's not what they're, they're like. You didn't save me money. It doesn't go to them. That's right. It right. Is that for the budget. So veterans, I got to make, I got to read. You, you have to use these services, especially yeah. if you're entitled to them. Cliff, any last words? Just the fact that if these veterans go, and I've helped a lot of them, uh, they those who are looking for some assistance can get it. Mm. 
And it, I just think that uh, the VA has done a great job. And uh, the more people that come, the more folks are going to get serviced. And I just think it's, it's a great thing. America's yeah. Heroes Group, you told us some great mm-hmm. information, Mr. Jacobson. Yeah. you also given us some ideas about what we need to talk to our veterans about in the veteran community. And we want to be a voice for you. Use us as a voice, American Heroes Group. That's what we do is get information out to the public. Right. So whenever you have anything to tell us about the VA and what needs to be done, let us mm-hmm. be your earpiece. Let us be your mouthpiece. Let us do whatever we need to do to get that information out. Absolutely. Can I have one second of your time? Only thing I ask is that if there's any questions that a veteran has, I promise you I can help you. You, you might not get what you're looking for necessarily, but I will give you the absolute answer and find a way to get you what you need. That sounds so, great. How, how can people reach you? Well, they can email me at grant, G-R-A-N-T, mm-hmm. dot Jacobson, J-A-C-O-B-S-O-N, at V-A, that's Victor Alpha, mm-hmm. dot gov. Uh, I have a very quick response time, and I, veterans, we are the greatest people on the face of this earth, period, bottom line, up front. That's the last word. So, Thanks for your time. We appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. America's Heroes Group, day. we'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.